Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled A Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Sammons, Charles P. Zaglanis, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is Chapter 1, Episode 5. Now, Jeff has warned us, and we are going to warn you, that there may be some rather gruesome details concerning the deaths of children. If you've been following along, you can guess where this may be going. So if this kind of horror is not your thing, I suggest that you watch something a little more vanilla. Consider yourself warned. Still with us? Good. Uh, looks to me like everybody's ready. Let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, Sam. Um... So I, I, I thought, just uh, I'll mention it to the audience too, just so there's a little bit of a clear understanding. So we don't have wing with us tonight. So I'm going to try to go a little bit on some stories and try not to pay too much close attention to timing and stuff like that. Um, but we'll figure it out in game. So, all right. So last episode, I remember we left off. You guys were at the doctor's office. Dr. Perry. Yeah. And it was after... Quite, uh, I don't know what you, maybe a standoff would be a good word for it. <laughs> you guys met some, what, creatures of some sort? The Mole Man War. Yeah, we had the Mole Man War. So uh, some of you were kind of banged up, bruised up, so you visited the local doctor. And I had to get rabies shots. Rabies. Um, so I'm not happy about that, but. I think, Tom, do you remember how many hit points did you lose total? Three or four? I lost three. Three? Uh, yeah, I am down to nine. So why don't we say, after the visit to the doctor, uh, you guys, because I think, I think you were the worst. Did anybody, uh, George or, sorry. I, I'd better get vaccinated as well. Okay. Were you bit? Or do you just get a tetanus shot? Well, scratched bit. It's about yeah. the same, I reckon. It's probably a combo of uh, tetanus and rabies shots. I um, I, I, I didn't get hurt by anything, but um, I, I'm, I'm kind of shook up. Um, I, I wonder if the, the doctor could give me a one, uh, one, one of those nerve powders. Um, my, 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 my mother speaks very highly of them. She, she takes them all the time. And he's been telling us about uh, the idea that uh, I guess that Sarah disappeared from her coffin. And there was a, a calf, was it, uh, that had been placed in the coffin? Yes. And then I, I started blurting out about the stories of Vermont vampires and... and uh, I think I actually brought up the mole man, though he didn't seem to react at all to that. Um, I thought this was all going to be kind of like summer camp. When I, 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 I thought these shots were going to be a lot worse than they were, but they were kind of scary. Um, so, Doc, are you married? Uh, no, not actually. Um, just... Uh... Came up here. I used to live in New York City. Came up here. I tried to search of the quiet life. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we're all from Massachusetts and we're, well, us three, we're at least interested in folklore. And, you know, you're, every, every place has its stories. You were saying that there were a lot of little kids that got, have gotten killed more than, more than usual. Yeah. Um, I don't have any hard numbers for you, so I don't, I don't necessarily know. Well, no, let me, let me retract that. I, I think it would be more than usual. Um, I was going to say it was about average, but I think it, it, at least it feels more like, I mean, anytime it happens, it's just, it's horrible tragedy. And it just seems like this area has had its fair share. Well, I, I, I hate to call it morbid curiosity, but I, it's kind of what we, what we're collecting. And can you tell us any of the details? Well, I got into a little bit last time. Um, it's just, it seems like there are, it, it's like they, they seem to have explanations to them, but they're always like accidents, like, like a farming accident. Uh -huh. So it's nothing, you know, at first glance, it, it seems perfectly explainable. It, it makes sense. Um, but it just, it's just the fact that it just keeps happening again and again and again that all these things, all these accidents now are adding up. And it's just enough to make you. Um, Do they come from a particular area? No, it's, it's all, <coughs> excuse me, it's, it's it's all around this whole area. Um, Excuse me, doctor, but didn't you say that at least some of them had been exsanguinated? Yeah, uh, that's a whole other mystery. By the way, uh, if you happen to see the reporter, don't mention this to him, please. You mean don't mention that you talked with us or don't ask him about these uh, fatalities? I would say both. You're talking about Richard Wendell. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably always looking for some story, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he might know all this. He probably does know all this. He's probably reported on it. But, I mean, if he... If you bring it up to him and he's just going to go, you know, well, how did you find out? And then I'll have to explain myself and I just don't want anything to do with that guy. You mean he's never reported on it before? No, that's what I mean. I, th I think he has. It's probably come up in his newspaper, if you want to call it that. Um, they, I must, they, must I have, uh, they must have uh, newspaper records in the library. Yeah, but they're li they, they might just be saying something like, you know, little Johnny Dumpling was killed and uh, in a, a farm accident and they won't say anything about him being, what was that word you used, exsang? Yes, uh, thanks, you got distracted there. Uh, that's right, Doctor. How, uh, how would something like that happen in an accident? I mean, I, I understand farm equipment can be quite dangerous. Uh, I grew up in Cairo, Illinois. I, I've been around some uh, some farmlands, but complete exsanguination, that seems dramatic. Yeah, and just, I don't know, I don't, maybe not complete, maybe that's not the right word, maybe I was caught up and exaggerated a little bit, 
Um, like, all right. You can see he's him. He's hesitating and him on. Um, uh, you mean even if I rolled psychology, it was so blatant that there's nothing further I could discern. He's that. Uh, he's um, that uh, uh, unseated. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Doctor, um, I'm sorry to butt in, Doctor, um, but um, I, I was just wondering if there's um, some sort of common denominator between the, the, the people who've had all these accidents. I mean, is, is there something they had they all had in common? Some maybe membership of something, or, or they, they, they went to the same church, or um, they, they, they were part of the same Christmas fund, or... I mean, that's a good question, um, but uh, no, nothing comes to mind in that sense. Although, like, the reason I'm hesitating is because, like, for instance, this is a small town, so there's only one church, you know? So pretty much if they went to church, they went to that church. Um, so that there's there's that connection. I guess the only connection, like like what you're asking is, they seem to be young, and it seems to be in this area. When you say area, what about the next town? Yeah, not not so much. It's mainly just like, and again, when I say area and this town of Cobb's Corner, you have the town proper that you guys are in right now, but it's outlying farms too. So we're you know we're talking yeah, yeah. ten um, fairly large. Yeah. I I I I I, have, I appreciate the fact that you're a very busy man, Doctor, but. I wonder, um, well, uh, is there a, um, a, a records office or somewhere? Um, I'm just wondering if it's, if it's a, a, a geographical cluster um, of, of these accidents. I mean, if there was a pattern to it, then um, may, maybe if we looked at the map and, and saw where all of the different accidents were, maybe there, if there were more accidents in one area than another, that might tell us something. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I look around almost pleadingly to the others. Well, it, 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 it seems to me, I guess, I guess, Doc, I'm trying to explain us. We're, um, like I say, we're folklore students. Uh, we don't really have any intention of asking any of these people directly about the death of their child. That would be like awful, um, but you know, we we think in terms of of wild and crazy stories, and so it, I hate to ask it this way, but if you have like any gruesome details other than the ones you're telling us, we're not going to like go running to the reporter and say anything. It's none of his goddamn business. It's just stories we're looking for yeah we're, we're i we mean this is this is our this is our coursework this isn't something that we're going to sensationalize but you've probably seen the the weirdest and the strangest i mean the ex, 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 extra anguin whatever he said the the fact they didn't have any blood that's are you sure that's, that's what that word means i thought it meant throwing something out of a window it sounds like that wine word Sangria doesn't 
but isn't isn't that the French for monkey? Songe. Monkey ball. Le songe est dans le arbre. The monkey uh, is in the I, tree. I didn't know you were minoring in linguistics, Jasper. That's uh, that's delightful. So <laughs> yes, Doctor, as we were saying, we're not uh, we're not detectives. Uh, we're not, uh, and we're not, we're not trying to around. solve a mystery, or, or even even if this is uh, an uncanny mystery, we're not uh, we're not here to solve it. Uh, we're here to learn what people say about it. How do people uh, how do people interpret these things? I mean, you said it seems to you that there's a greater than normal number of deaths, particularly children. Um, what kinds of what kinds of stories do people tell about this? Can, can you give us an example? I have to come back to something, but anyway. All right. Um, <laughs> he's, he's thinking, and he's, he's trying to choose his words carefully. Um, he says, I'll, I'll tell you the one tragic story where uh, there was a kid about, I don't know, 16, 15. Um, he was running on the farm and he ran into the barn, tripped over what was probably a rake laying on the ground and he just fell and he fell into one of those thrashers. Like a combine? Like a combine with the needles. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it was horrible. I mean, now here's the thing, and, and he's really struggling with this. He says, here's the thing. So when I, this isn't the type of town and this isn't, you know, something like that. It's not normal to do an autopsy. You know, it was a tragedy. It was an accident. There's no sign or evidence of foul play you know it was just but when i when i saw the body i noticed that he looked thin and gone and that's when i looked into the fact of the blood you know obviously there was blood on the scene but when i tested the blood it came up as pig's blood So that's what makes me, I'm really on edge about this entire thing that maybe there is. Maybe we should start doing autopsies on these accidents. Well, I imagine when they have a little boy or a little girl that's been in an accident, they, they don't need you. But if Did anyone see him fall in? No. I mean, the, the parents were home. They were, you know, busy. They were just doing it. I mean, he was, he's a teenager, you know, it's not like, a, we're not talking like a three-year-old who has to be watched constantly. Yeah, I don't, and I don't suppose they uh, raise pigs on this uh, farm. Uh, yeah, I'll say they do. I'll say pigs, pigs are probably common in Vermont, I guess. I don't you, you, you said that there are, um, there are lots of stories locally um, <clears throat> about these, these accidental deaths. How how long um, have these stories been going on? How far back do they go? Yes, I 
should know that, but I don't have that information handy. Well, that would, mean, that would be even weirder though if you ask if I asked the doctor that and he just goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, okay. <laughs> I I read I read in uh, back away uh, Mrs. Melange's uh, textbook that she gave us that the, the stories of uh, the Vermont. I think uh, the Juliet Vermont uh, vampire stories go back to like 1840. That's almost a hundred years ago. Um, well, I'm just, I'm just it was, wondering. It was just consumption. Yeah, well, I, I was just, I was just wondering whether these might be, um, they could be settlers' tales. Um, so, if if there were tales told about some spate of deaths, um, say, 100, 150 years ago, and these um, legends keep getting repeated, then any any accidents would just be added to the death toll. And over a long enough period of time, anything like that's going to be huge, isn't it? It's going to be a, a vast list. So it, it could be that. Or, you know, I mean, let's let's not forget as well that with... with 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 any um, with any North American legend, we've we've always got to be careful because there's always our old friends, the liars clubs, to contend with. So we 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 never know whether we're really getting the truth or not. Well, well, I don't think we have to be concerned uh, that the uh, doctor is exaggerating. Uh, after all, doctor. Well, no, I mean it's it's not that he might be exaggerating, but he's just repeating the stories that he's heard, and we have no idea how. How how many times these stories have been recycled? Sure. But Doctor, you said you knew yourself for a fact about uh, well the pig's blood, right? Yes. I think too that whether the story is true or not, it, it, for folklore, it's it's a matter of whether it survives the ages or not. Mm -hmm. um, well, so uh, so well, you said you didn't want us to. Uh, talk to uh, that reporter is that because people around here uh, are sensitive to these stories uh, do they uh, do most people believe that there's uh, more of these accidents than what appears um there's so first of all you have to remember too this is, this is a small town small community um, when, when one of these tragedies happens, it affects the entire town. Sure. Um, so in that sense of sensitivity, you know, that's, that's basically why I don't want the reporter to get a hold of this. Um, and, and more specifically, I've never told anyone except you guys about the pig's blood. So if the reporter gets a hold of that, he's going to just run crazy with that. But we'll uh, keep that under wraps. But why didn't you, Doctor? Why didn't? Well, uh, we're grateful that you would share it with us, but I wonder why not bring that to someone else's attention? Uh, after all, people people must be uh, greatly distressed, as you say, every time something like this happens. It seems to me that you you do sincerely believe something unusual is 
occurring here. Well, he yeah. probably doesn't want to act if he doesn't know for sure that something's going on. It's a small town. Yeah, it's, um, you can see him kind of tense up a little bit. Because um, you basically caught him, and now he's not sure how to react to that. So he's, he's a little bit, uh, you know, it, it's questioning now. Like, he's questioning himself. He's, he's wondering, you know, I, I should have. I should have gone right to the sheriff. I should have done that, you know, but I didn't. I don't know why. I, I, do, you, do, you, uh, do you think the sheriff wouldn't have taken you seriously? It's just that if, if everyone around you is saying it was an accident, and there's no other signs to say that it isn't an accident. And then I just happen to do a random test because something's just not quite right in my eyes. And I find something that suggests maybe it wasn't an accident. Like, I don't know if that's enough to report. Like, it's just uh, another. I understand, Doctor. We, uh, it is our work to uh, collect. Uh, Strange tales and the unbelievable. You, uh, you'd be amazed what people are willing to tell us that they wouldn't. Uh, maybe sometimes even tell their families. Can Can I ask what what's the general uh, what's the general feeling towards this? Uh, uh, Richard Wendell, the reporter. Do they like him? Do they not like him? It really depends who you talk to. Like, I mean, he's in business, so people are buying that trash. Does but, he have any competitors? No. I mean, small town. He's, he's the only one who who bought money and, and bought himself a printing press. Therefore, he's now the newspaper. You know, I'm 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 just thinking that you know if you say something. Uh, yeah, I get it. I totally get it, Doc. Uh, you say something like that, and people don't like to face what their fears are. They might just drive you out of town. You know, spreading lies, they might say. I have a funny feeling that that reporter fella, all he has to do is print one thing in that newspaper that the people don't like, and and he's screwed. You know, because that doesn't sound like the people like him very much anyway, from what we've heard so far. Yeah. Doesn't seem to have so, many fans. Sounds like a bit of a heel. He, he's a sensationalist, you know. Yeah. Like, as long as you've never gotten in his target, as long as he's never spread some sort of wild tale or sorted rumor about you, then people seem to be fine. So, uh, yeah. how often does he spread sorted rumors and wild tales? Yes. A lot, yeah. Uh, what's your library like? Is it a decent library? I mean, I know it's not a city library. It's not like Miskatonic Library, but... Um, do you guys have newspapers and and periodicals and stuff there? History of the town? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, like you said, it's just a small, it's basically a house that was turned into a library. Um, you can pack a lot of books into a house. Yeah. Um, I think we've, I think that we've uh, probably, uh, Taking up a lot of your time. I don't see any other patients, though. No, like I said, just I was hoping to kind of the quiet life and we semi retire, so uh, it's not like a very busy doctor's practice here. Um, do you do you like it here on the whole? I mean, aside from 
the occasional accident. Yeah, that's what I think I've been here, I want to say about 12 years now. Um, I mean, it, this whole, I don't know. You know, late at night, your mind starts to run away from you. I've got these stories about the vampires. I've got people with coming up with blood that isn't theirs. It's just, it's... Well, yeah. Have you, you ever know. heard anyone else talk about things like that, Doctor? Yeah. I've heard all over. kinds of stories. Like, it seems like anyone you talk to around here has got a story of some sort. So, I've heard the talk of vampires before. That's basically what put the thought in my head. I mean, just the other day, I think the the reporter guy ran a, a an article about a, a bat boy. Yeah, we we heard about that. I mean, and we recently talked to uh, we talked to Miss uh, Miss Bellwether, and uh, she talked about little demons living out in the in the woods, but they're not demons at all; they're just mole men. Mole men. Yeah, little little animals that run a, you know, like raccoons. Just. Yeah. How do you uh, do? You get many uh, many animal injuries like these. These isn't what you guys just came. Yeah. In? Yeah. yeah. Um, we did tell them it was raccoons. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I I think it was. Well, it was a mighty big raccoon, if that's what it was. I, I, I know raccoons, and, uh, well. I'm just, I'm just going to sit there staring in disbelief at, at, at the other two. I'm going to look at Jerry. Just, I, just, I just can't believe that I'm the only one who seems to have actually taken on board how earth-shatteringly bizarre it was to encounter these things. And everyone else seems to be talking about them like they're just like normal things they've seen. Um, if anything, this is making me feel even worse. Okay. I just look now at I'm feeling I'm feeling even more disjointed and isolated now. I, I, I stare at Jerry and I go, they were raccoons. <laughs> With my eyes. Well, whatever they were, Doctor. Uh, <laughs> you... Uh, have to treat many injuries like this and of course by the way Jeff I am watching the doctor see how he reacts to this uh, manufactured uh, debate about the identity of the varmint in question in case I notice anything in his demeanor to, um, I don't know maybe I shouldn't make you roll for this but I'm just curious uh, do an idea roll uh, uh, is that just an intelligence check or yeah, intelligence. Yeah. No, for Jerry. Oh, I guess it says idea right on the shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, just Jerry for right now. Okay. Negative. No, <laughs> really. Okay. Well, I did have to like elbow him and say, "Cones." <laughs> All right, Tug. Go ahead. Draw an intelligence roll. People are not going to believe these damn stories of ours. I got a fifty. Ah, my intelligence is 45. <laughs> yeah, I was similarly uh, close. Yeah, well, I know what I saw. Hey, uh, he looks at you. What, what did you see? Yeah, well, what what I saw was like, it was like a, it didn't have any fur for a start. Oh, I thought they were covered in fur. 
I thought they were naked, weren't they? Naked mole rats. I thought rats. they were like naked mole rats. Did they have fur or not? These, See, these are how folklore gets started. <laughs> <laughs> you both experienced the same thing, and now you got... No, I mean, they were what? They could have been any... I mean, look... <clears throat> I don't. I, look, I know there's 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 a, there's there's a point where where skepticism can can make it seem like you're just you're just being a bit of a jerk. But um, look, they, they it could be um, that um, someone locally has been raising um, koi pew for um, uh, uh, the the fur nutria. Right, so there could be like a koi pew fur farm locally, and some of them have escaped from there. Now, why have they got no fur? They might have either escaped after they've been skinned, which is why they're running around being all crazy and like attacking people, um, or they might just have mange. Doc, can people? Doc, do you know? Do you know, Doc, if there are any fur farms around here? Because can people get mange? Do I need another shot of something? I don't want to get mange. Yeah, he's pretty much had the needle out the entire time, and it's just kind of like talking like with the needle. And you know, <laughs> if you want another shot? It's right here. I can give it. Yeah, I, I think I think we should wind things up here because I've I, I want to go and get my prescription for these nerve powders. Um, Jasper, I think you're. Uh, I think you're. Uh, you seem a little unsettled. Uh, I, I almost. Uh, well, I it's, I'm, 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 ni I'm 19 years old. I'm, I'm, I've lived in America my entire life, but for some reason, I don't seem to know whether a drugstore and a pharmacist are the same thing. Uh, I, I'd almost think you were the one that had a nasty bite. Uh, Is the pharmacist uh, in the uh, drugstore? Is that what it's called? Drugstore. In this town, it's probably the same thing. An apothecary. <laughs> Uh, is, that, is, is that what you call it over there? <laughs> I know, you know, as if as if spelling socks in a weird way wasn't bad enough. I, I don't know. I, you know, it's a good question. We'd have a, a drugstore, right? Or, yeah. Uh, so does that sell drugs? Yeah. Yeah. Drugs. Like so, it's a, like a pharmacy. Aspirin's a drug. Yeah. I don't know what they called it back in the 1920s, but yeah, probably any of those names. We know what you're talking. Well, back about. in the 1920s, the they probably called it the drugstore. <laughs> they might have the drug, the drug store. I can't make my voice go up that, that high. Are you gonna take me to the drugstore and buy me a malted milk? <laughs> See, that's me trying to sound like a woman. I can't do it. My voice literally does not go any higher. We've got a, we've got a general store. But that probably well, it might it might have like a pharmacy cow. Well, usually what you have in tiny little towns like that is you'd have a pharmacist, and it would just be literally like a room of someone's house. Would right. Be yeah, I'm thinking this is probably just such a small. Maybe town. even next door. Probably to the, the door. doctor himself. Yeah. Oh, right, maybe. Yeah. Just, just well, I, I I live in the tiny village, and that's what happens here is that our our um our doctor also dispenses. Okay. I don't, I don't know if there's a legal issue. It's not yeah. important. It's the top, it, 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 in, in 1930? I want to get my no. medicine. 
The farther away you are from the big city, the less the legal matters. <laughs> like, would you really have to write a prescription if you're the one that's going to no. hand it out anyway? You just give whatever you needed. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Jesper? Let me. Uh, do you think does Jesper drink? Um. Does mommy and daddy let you drink? <laughs> look, believe me, I. I had a glass of bourbon once. Believe me. Only because I mentioned that because uh, in the previous episodes uh, there was a little connection that I had going between um, uh, Jack Jack Parson and Joe Harlow, the driver. Uh, there was a little bit of moonshine business going oh, on. Yeah, I was wondering if any. Okay, well, um, Jasper would love to buy moonshine or um, illicit booze. Okay, um, he would love to go to speakeasies. Um, and uh, do all of those things. He's not entirely sure that he actually has the courage to actually like knock on the door of the speakeasy and go inside, but he re he'd really like to. That's what we're here for, Chester. To put he our arms drink, around your shoulder. He did, he did drink a, 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 some bourbon. To once. walk you inside. Very hot. How did we get on? My ears go red. <laughs> Is the is the doc asking us for coffee? I was just getting ready to offer you a cup of coffee. <laughs> Let's go to the library. Thank you, doc. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna have um, some of my uh, nerve powder. Sure. Which, um, given the uh, the year, is um, is basically a speedball, isn't it? It's basic. It's basically going to be um, heroin and cocaine. So, <laughs> mix it into your milk and drink it like a, a chocolate milk, like a little, uh, little tincture. The doctor was like, "Here's one for you and one for me." <laughs> start start the day the Alistair Crowley way. Uh, where um, where on the map is the doctor? By the way, yes, there's actually. It's a good question. I don't see it on the uh, list. Just um. Come back to it later if you okay. don't. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna. Uh, should we head over to down uh, Modeling Lane to the library? Now I will remind you, you were there already, right? You oh, did we already go there? But this time we need to see if they have a newspaper archives. You know, if they don't, I bet the the reporter does. Well, he should be our next uh, destination then if they don't. But if they do, I'd rather uh, know what he wrote before we have to ask him about it. Now, let's not tell him anything about what we heard today, but we can ask him about unusual stories that have come up in the town, like the bat person, and see if there's, I don't believe the bat person. It's a ridiculous idea, little bat people floating around in the, in the woods nonsense. Um, we should we should ask him about the Pukwudgies. That's a Vermont. Well, thing. if there are unusual rodents in these parts, how do we know there are aren't hey, other uh, more peculiar creatures? And, they, and he might have written newspapers, Bob. I bet you he's got some stories. And I think that we could we could abbreviate that and call them uh, R O U S's. Because they were rather unusual size. Rodents of, unusual size. Rodents of unusual size. 
Well, Tug, you, uh, you're full of surprises. Uh, next you'll be uh, developing your own uh, folkloristic vocabulary, and uh, after that uh, you can develop your own ethnographic terminology. Uh, you'll be quite the scholar before this is over. I, I, I think I fully intend on, on being the, the one to cross the, uh, the breach between uh, mole mankind and humankind and be their liaison to the world. Uh, I think they I um, like hamburgers. I think want, they already crossed that. Work on your groundbreaking essay about it, Tug. I think they already uh, crossed the uh, breach between the tree and your shoulder with knife in hand. I think the breach might have been damaged permanently by your killing one of them or two of them. Well, I'll tell you what else is going to be damaged permanently, our credibility, unless uh, we can get hold of either one of them or one of their carcasses and keep hold of it until we can get it back to the university. Can you believe that Blaine was more interested in collecting, sending us to collect vampire tales than collecting one of these things back to Miskatonic? I don't know. I think that we need to make friends with them. Well... Maybe they'll uh, be able to see how forgiving you are. And, think, of, uh, think of all of the things they can tell us. At the mention of the thing did holding you, a knife, tug, did, um, did, Jasper did you, goes strangely quiet. Did you even hear, did you hear them? Well, they didn't speak. And when everyone went unconscious, I don't remember anyone reporting any more strange dreams. We'll, we'll, we'll cross you, that bridge when it, we come to it. But using, anyway. using simple tools is one thing. Uh, teaching us, that's something else. I still want to know their culture. Well, of course, we all want to know their culture. Well, at least the three of us do. And I assume Jasper will as soon as he gets his nerves or his nerve powder underway. Jasper, uh, Jasper is going to help me because he studies anthropology and we're going to get food. When we get dinner tonight, I'm going to get extra food. And we're going to take it, and we're going to give it to the, the, the mole men, and hopefully they'll they'll not remember that we're their murderers. Well, I guess I'd better bring an extra helping along no, myself no, now. No, you can stay. <laughs> stay where, Tug? In you the are restaurant? The you are the monster that murdered them. They're, they're not going to want you around. You do realize that they would gladly have killed us all yeah and if somebody stole your brother or sister and ran off with them you'd gladly kill them too we were the violated we violated them if if they've been living in these woods for however long down the street. <laughs> they've been living in these woods they must know that this is a inhabited village full of reasoning people maybe why would they just leap out of a tree and start maybe, knifing you maybe people know not to go into that area you, by folklore. folklore well that would those would be stories worth collecting well let's see you, if we can collect some of them you know what fellas um we're almost there yeah we should start asking people about the woods since since I since I saw that thing in the since I, when that thing came out of the bag and it it ran off and it looked at me and I 
I, I tell you, there's... <sighs> if those things are real, what else is real? I mean, there's, there's stories about, like, flying snakes, and there's stories about... Um, uh, the snake people and 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 giant salamanders in California and 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 the Sasquatch. I mean, are they all real as well? Well, if they are all real, they're all hiding, and they're probably hiding for the reason that if it's real, there's, there's it can no be such shot. I I I don't know. These are all stories. I think I would think Jasper is an anthropologist. You'd be a, We've discovered a primitive tribe of. Uh, Creatures, like you said, they, they bury their dead. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> or haul it away. To well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can, I can see, I can see why it's exciting, but I mean, they, 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 like, they, they're not. Oh, I mean, where, where are they in the, in the fossil record? What, I mean, what even were they? Um, do we know a lot about the fossil record at this point? <laughs> God, you know, I'd I'd rather just just I let's just get. I think we should just get on with the coursework and stop even just. Yeah, we're maybe we're to... stop even talking about those things because I'm not sure I want to really think about those. Here's the a lot. Uh, why why when we get to the library? Through. Why don't you uh, Why don't you look through the uh, papers, Jasper? That'll help settle your nerves. No, we already went to the library. We're going to the Cobb Corny Corner Cobb's Corner Gazette. You don't want to see if they have any newspaper records before we go. I said they pro like I said they probably have all copies of all of the newspapers at the Gazette because they produce the Gazette. Well, do you? Wanted to get a Zet to uh, know that we had to go there and uh, ask to look through uh, all the newspapers. Isn't it better to have a few questions in mind before we go? Well, we do. We do. They have weird stories. The guy, the guy, the doctor said they. He tells weird stories. Let's find out some of these weird stories. And we can find out probably from the obituaries about these kids that have been killed. And they were well, either way. Killed, what families they belong to. See if there's... Jasper, you were saying a, a correlation between the various things. I, I, outside of the game, I'm, I'm not going to the library because Jeff said we already went to the library. Okay, so... Um, uh, <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll just keep my... Out of character, my, we didn't ask for newspaper records. We I'll just it. keep my lady don't fall backwards joke to myself. So. <laughs> So I you had that in your knapsack. All right. Okay. Well, if we've stepped out of character, then Jeff, um, would it and be more expedient to, to a get bloody records? graphic as well? As yeah, well. Am I? Would it be more expedient to get the records uh, from the library or from the newspaper? Obviously, uh, we can't look through records and talk to people at the same time. That sounds confusing. But if you want to save us the trouble of going to the library to be told they don't have them, uh, I guess that cuts out some wasted time. Yeah, I'll just say, um, let's do it this way. There are some in the library. Maybe you saw them sitting in the corner. All right. They were, uh, um, they were just like kind of pile and stacked. Um, but I think you're right in that they're probably in both places. Yeah. So you pretty much, if you want to go back to the library, I'm not going to stop you. But if you only are going, if you're looking specifically for back issues, both places would happen. Well, Tug, I'm sure I saw a pile in the library. Uh, it didn't look very organized, though. Uh, if you uh, 
Let's, well, uh, if you well, are, uh, there's three of us. We can we can sit and chat with uh, Wendell and look through the newspaper. That that sounds like a fine idea, uh, Jasper. Do you think um, having uh, something uh, requiring a little more settled concentration might uh, calm your nerves? Uh, I feel pretty calm now after I've taken <laughs> um, nerve powder. Um, well, that's excellent. You do sound like you're uh, just in, a, in the right uh, disposition. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm feeling. I'm reading, feeling, reading um, through uh, old accounts of. Uh, yes, I think we should read the, the letters uh, to the editor as well. I mean, that that might prove um, huh. um, edifying. That's an excellent idea. Yes. This room's a very nice color, isn't it? <laughs> well, yes. Um, As you say that, you look up, and coming down the street towards you, you see the the, uh, the Gazette. It's just up in front of you. But coming down the road towards you is a police car. Ah. Uh -huh. Those lights. Are <laughs> Jasper, did you say room? We're outside. And uh, that looks like the sheriff. So That's uh, the side of a barn, Jasper. Is this outside? I thought this was just a really big room with a blue ceiling. Oh, boy. <laughs> and the police car slows down uh, when he sees you. And you look inside, and it's actually not the sheriff. It's the deputy. Oh, hey, Dep. And he kind of, like, waves hi, and he kind of, like, waves you over to, to come talk to him. And I see that's... Uh, Afternoon, deputy. That's deputy... Uh, Deputy Cutter. Yes, correct. I don't have his first name. What was his first name? Uh, I think it's John. John Thank Cutter. You. Yeah, I, I see it, Jasper. I say, oh, that's that's Deputy John Cutter. He's cool. He's a young guy, like our age, young. He's, Good afternoon, John. Did you did you just say he's cool? He, yeah. Are you do you do you listen to jazz? No. It, yes, it's a word that I made up. Cool. <laughs> using, using, using like jazz talk. Well, only if you snap. Wow, that's your that's, that's pretty cool. dangerous stuff. Wow. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind uh, of in awe now. Tug your uh, cultural horizons are as uh, vast as your uh, nautical skills. It seems you uh, you really have found the right field. Um, uh, I, uh, Jerry, I don't know what 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 Jasper took, but he's the one who introduced me to jazz. He's acting like he doesn't know. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you today? Uh, well, we're fine. Uh, John, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, listen, I was wondering if I could ask you to do me a favor. Of course. Sure. Um, what can we do for you? I don't know if you've heard or not, but there's uh, a missing child, missing girl. Well, we did um, hear. Yeah. I was hoping if you guys are out and about, yes, tragedy. keep your eyes open and let me know if you see or hear anything. Yes, absolutely. Yes, uh, of course. Um, we'll, uh, as soon as we hear something, uh, should we, uh, should we, can you tell us uh, where we can find the station or will you want to uh, stop by? Uh, actually, John, why don't you uh, meet us for dinner? We'll tell you if we've heard anything. Okay. That's a good idea. Well, if we find the girl, we'll take her to the police station. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, of course, Tug. If we actually find her, then uh, we we won't wait till dinner. Is this uh, 
Emily? That's correct. Emily Braithwaite. Emily Braithwaite. And what can you uh, what can you tell us, Deputy? What what uh, what have you heard? What should we be uh, listening for? Uh, I'll just repeat it briefly, but he won't. He will give you the same story in that she's a young girl, probably like seventeen, eighteen, uh, and she's like touched in the head, so she's not quite right. Uh, she's kind of has the mind of a three-year-old or six-year-old kind of thing. Um, and she's wandered off before, so that's why there wasn't a lot of concern. She always turns up. I'm but, sure if there's a place that she likes to go that they've already looked there. Yes, and, and that's what the deputy is asking you to for help in looking in that um, it's now been two or three days, so now, you know, it's starting to... Know, it wasn't she just didn't wander off usually she comes back for dinner when she gets hungry right uh, but now it's been two or three um, days and people are actually starting to get concerned now well we'll do what we can we're walking around the town um but we'll make sure we tell the geology kids when they get back tonight so that uh yeah i mean she could be in the woods she could have wandered through town it's really i would think if she came through town people would have seen her i mean people are aware and keeping an eye out but you never know. She just could be slipping from one backyard to another and just avoiding detection. But if you guys wouldn't mind just keeping an eye out for her, I'd appreciate it. Um, of course, we'll do anything we can to help. I, I suddenly look over at the guys with just sort of a look on my face like... Uh, John, I'm just curious. Do you... Um... Is there anything also that you might like us to uh, ask about as we're making our rounds? Of, of course, you recall we're we're collecting folklore, but given the kind of stories people tell uh, hereabouts, we uh, almost get mistaken for uh, amateur detectives some of the time. But of course, people are uh, usually happy to. Uh, share unusual things, things that maybe they wouldn't be comfortable to tell the authorities or, you know, their neighbors, people they see all the time. Um, can we help you by asking about anything in particular? Maybe something more speculative? Um, he raises an eyebrow at Tug, and he raises an eyebrow at Jerry. Uh, so... Jerry, he responds to you first. Uh, he says, no, he says, he's got a little bit of confusion on his face. He's, he's kind of looking at you like, no, not, I don't think there's anything criminal going on. I think it's just, she just wandered off. Um, I mean, if you hear anything, have you heard anything? Should I know something? Nothing that would, uh, nothing that would be criminal in nature. Um, we, we got attacked by animals in the woods. And I, I sort of go like this so you can see where the bandage is all around his neck. My well, scratches on my arm. Could she be wandering out in the woods and get attacked by animals? Where where did this happen? Over not too far from where we're staying. We went for a walk in the woods and something. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't think she's that far away from your house, so that's possible. Well, what attacked you? Some large varmints. Badgers. Uh, Jasper thought it looked like a badger. Tug thought it looked like a raccoon. Uh, I've spent a. It might, might have been Sarah. a coyote. Uh, 
I've spent a fair uh, time uh, time in the woods and wilds, and I can't honestly tell you I've ever seen anything quite like what I saw, but I, not I'm not from these parts. And maybe um, it seemed yeah. r rather like a large mole to me, but I didn't get a good look at it. Oh it all God. happened kind of quickly. What if they got to her? Well, oh, no, don't, don't, surely, don't even, uh, don't even, no, I don't know. Well, surely anyone, uh, you know, who's uh, of limited wits wandering by herself in the, the wild is at grave risk. Uh, detective, maybe, um, or uh, sorry, uh, deputy, maybe, maybe if you have other, uh, well, do you have a search party already organized? I mean, the sheriff and I are out looking right now. Plus, we're just trying to get the word out to. Them. I mean, others beyond yourselves. Yes. Oh. I mean, no, nothing formal. Um, well, when you do, maybe you want to take a close look at uh, those woods in the area that Jerry would describe as precisely as he could, even though. Guys, I think George we should can't. tell him. <laughs> I think we should tell him, even though it sounds like a crazy story. Well, if you, if you think she's in trouble... Well, go on, Tug. The first morning that we were here, there were little footprints all over our camp, our, our, or near the house. And I, I put out food for them, and the next morning, they, they were, there were more of them, and they, they brought me back my socks, and we followed them into the woods, the footprints, and they were like mole men and they jumped out of the trees and they attacked me. That's how I got this and the scratches. And we grabbed one of them and we brought him back to the house and then they attacked the house and we let the mole man go and they all went back into the woods and that was the last we saw them. But, but we might've made them mad and, uh, if she walked out into the woods, they might have attacked her. They stabbed me with a knife. What's he look like? Does he look like whole? Have you guys been drinking? <laughs> he's, looking, he's listening to you, but he's looking intently back and forth between Jasper and Cherry. I'm curious, what are your expressions on your faces right now? Um, I'm really concerned that Tug has told the policeman this story. Um, even more that, more than that, I'm deeply upset that he's just decided to go over the events of the night before, because I'm really not up for him doing that. I, I suppose Jerry's expression would be a uh, mixture of resignation and resolve. <laughs> Are either of you... More, more than anything, I'm just trying to pretend that I'm clear-headed <laughs> right. at the moment. Or even though this is um, a medication from the doctor, so it's not like I'm taking drugs. Right. I mean, it's just that stuff, stuff is all legal stuff, anyway. Stuff from the doctor that's made me a bit light-headed. That's all there is. I mean, it's, it's fine. This is all your internal. I'm fine. Yeah, this is my internal dialogue. <laughs> unless, you, unless you want to make him roll to uh, be sure it's internal. Meanwhile, your face is probably just dead blank, like no expression at all. So, 
Uh, Jerry, well, I can't really bring myself to speak because at the moment I'm looking at Tug and Tug's face is, is um, uh, slowly morphing into uh, an angry St. Bernard. <laughs> Jerry, um, let me ask a little more specific. Are you doing anything to cast doubt on Tug's story? Not intentionally. Okay. Because he's kind of like, he's listening to this, he's listening to Tug, and it's it's just a wild, crazy story. So um, he's trying to keep a straight face, he's taking it all in. I'll, I can tell you this, I wouldn't stop my, I, I think a natural reaction would be to nod along, uh, sort of uh, subliminally, and I wouldn't be doing anything to stop that from happening. I'm not trying okay. to act like it's not true, but I'm not interrupting. Okay. And I'm not adding anything unless he asks me to. Internally at the moment, I'm just thinking how funny it would be if I had like a, a horn or a big pair of scissors like Harpo marks so that I could go honk or cut the uh, policeman's tie off. Right. I, uh, um, I think these, these um, uh, nerve powders may have been a mistake. <laughs> I, uh, I made a decision based on my intelligence and I rolled an 84. So at this point, at this point, I continue my story. I'm yeah. uh, they've lived there. They've lived there for a thousand years, and uh, and they they speak a twittery little language. And we wanted to be friends with them, but they're they're nomadic and they live out in the wood. And I just start because I'm trying desperately to convince him that they're they're real. Come on, guys, back me up. There's a girl's life at stake. I think I, I, I can tell, uh, John, I can tell you what I saw. Um, anything else uh, as to their uh, provenance or length of habitation? They don't uh, come I from think, uh, I think Tug is speculating. Uh, but I did see, it looked to me like it was holding some kind of tool. In fact, um, uh, they can, Where's the knife? I was hit with a rock. <laughs> at least one. Uh, so was whatever, I, right in the forehead. Whatever they are, they can use tools. I know that sounds extraordinary, uh, fabulous even, but I of course it's not, unusual, it's not unusual for primates to use tools. You know, I can picture right see, now that if Wayne were here, whatever character he was playing would just be rolling his eyes. And saying, you know, coming up with some sort of rational explanation. Um, so are we assuming that there's a fourth uh, NPC who isn't doing much talking, but is a yeah, lot of eye rolling? Like, like I'm trying to picture, there's, right. it's not just you yeah, three. Right. So right. you're kind of like going from person to person. And Right. Uh, well, actually, we're probably not just us three, but because yeah. there's some of these other kids. Yeah, I mean, they we, might we, not have seen it. Well, they would have. Seen it. I mean, no, John, I think everybody. Yeah. <laughs> John, we all know Wayne's monkeys. character hanging about and tutting. <laughs> John, we all know monkeys can, uh, you know, use sticks, and crows can break break things open with, you know, rocks to get to nuts. It's, it's not. What, it wasn't me, so me... shocking at the time, but uh, they seem like they have some kind of cunning. And Tug's Tug's right. If. Uh, if there's some sort of critter living in the woods which is territorial and aggressive, which it obviously is because it attacked Tug without provocation, uh, 
she is probably in more danger than she would be from raccoons. But 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 they had, they had um, stone knives. I mean, we're we're not talking just about creatures that 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 can use rudimentary tools like a like a uh, an ape using a stick or um, uh, a, a, a bear getting honey out of a a, a hole with a twig. They, they they can manufacture well weapons. I mean, this is. Well, um, you're right, Jasper, but I don't I think, think that's going to be, be intelligent. A, I don't think that's going to be the deputy's problem, except in so far, John, as uh, if you do encounter them, uh, you probably should assume that they can, uh, well, they can think and defend themselves, but they can be shot dead because I shot one. You know, there's there's something that I, I think you guys should bear in mind too. My tug's kind of dumb, but <laughs> you, guys, you guys probably know very well that in this day and age, they could lock you up in a nut house for the rest of your life for stuff, for saying shit like this. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a crazy freaking story. And the only reason Tug has said anything is because now he's afraid that some girl's going to get hurt by those things. Um, so, John, if, uh, if you think us? it would be of any use to you, uh, we've already seen them, and like I said, uh, I already shot one. If you uh, if you want assistance in a search of the area, uh, of course, uh, we'll volunteer. We don't have the body because because they dragged it off. Yeah, I intended to keep the body. Uh, originally, I wanted to keep one of the keep one as a specimen, but take it back to the university. Their little footprints were everywhere in our in our camp. Little footprints all over the place. So what do you think? Are we of more use uh, helping you search the area or of more use uh, collecting uh, reports from people? Yeah. There's a long pause. He's looking at every one of you intently, trying to take this all in. And he says, well, gentlemen, if you're saying these things were dangerous and you've already shot at them. Number one, please be careful what you shoot at because if Emily is out in the woods and you fire blindly, that would be a tragedy. Of course. Uh, so please, I, I, in fact, I would ask you just don't even consider using weapons like that until we find her. Um, but at the same time, if you're telling me these stories are true of these things attacking you and you're defending yourself, clearly you need to defend yourself. Um, but I think for now, I would not go looking for trouble. Uh, we will, I'll tell the sheriff. I don't know. I don't know if I should tell it, sir. He might think you're crazy. You probably think we're crazy. I will go over today and check it out. And if I see anything strange, I'll follow up on it. Don't go by yourself. Wait for us. We'll go with make, you. Make, make sure you go during the day as well. Don't, don't go there at night. Well, the storm's coming today. I don't know if I have time to get over there or not before then, but we will take all this into consideration. And in the meantime, if you all could just keep an eye out, I'd appreciate it. Okay. Well, we sure will, and be careful. Yep, you too. 
I hope Thank she's you. okay. And he drives off, and he's he's driving the whole time, looking at you guys as he's driving. Oh, he thinks we're bananas. Uh, I don't know. I I think you all might be actually making too much of the strangeness of the event. Whether they had a stone knife, whether they can think, dangerous animals are dangerous animals, and everyone in a rural area should understand that. Let's just let's do what we were going to do. There's the Gazette. Um, let's go up to the All thing. right, so we know what uh, we're here for. Uh, stories of uh, death, dismemberment, exsanguination, mole people, bat people, missing persons, and otherwise unexplained tragedy. Yeah, I think we can tell. Uh, and, and letters to the editor. Yes, well, you start with those, Jasper. You know, and, uh, because it, or, it, well, it may, there may be a completely unconnected incident. And someone reminisces something, and that leads to something. All right, All right Jasper. How about this? Um, we can uh, take the pa- divide the papers uh, records between us. Uh, I'm sure uh, Tug uh, will be uh, more inclined to uh, converse with the reporter. Uh, I'll yeah, chime in if I'm inspired. But uh, Jasper, do you want to start? Uh, Probably the most recent. Or you want the oldest or the newest? Oh, well, I'm going to start right. with the oldest. I guess I'll right, be on micro features. Well, uh, considering my uh, enthusiasm for the morbid, I'll uh, start with the newest and uh, look for the most uh, gruesome details I can. Is the door open? Yeah, let me give you a quick description. What's your uh, the, the Gazette is an office and home of Richard Wendell, the editor slash photographer and sole reporter of the newspaper. The building's two stories tall, living quarters being located upstairs and the office occupying the ground floor. Three large windows overlook Main Street and the brass plaque nailed to the front door reads Cobb's Corners Gazette, Richard Rindle, Editor-in-Chief. Um, you guys are just walking in, right? Well, we're used well to the, if the door is closed, we'll knock. We'll knock, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, or, or is it the kind of door that's open? We could just walk in. Yeah, you knock. Um, you look in, and you can see Wendell's in there by himself, and he just waves your hand. Okay. Um, um, real quick details. Uh, office is not well kept. There's notes, pictures, articles all strewn about. Threadbare blue carpet. It's as if there was a brawl taking place. Ooh, Yellow plastered walls. Uh, disorderly layers of maps, newspaper pages, fully stocked dark rooms, small printing press. Um, I think that gives you a good idea. Okay. Yes. Hey, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wendell. Um, yes. And you are again, sorry, remind me. We're, we're the college kids from Miskatonic. Uh, um, we almost had a chance to speak uh when we arrived, but uh, we were headed to dinner, and uh, I think you also were headed elsewhere. You have a few moments now? Yeah, sure. Army boy didn't want to talk, so. Uh, uh, we're, we're the students that came from the folklore department, so we're kind of interested in, in weird and interesting stories that are going on or have gone on in this town. And uh, we just wanted to look through your newspapers and ask you if you know what what you got. And I look around at the sort of disarray and I'm thinking, oh shit, well, finding a <laughs> nice organized filing cabinet full of newspapers is probably not going to be here. 
Um, can you tell us, I heard about a bat boy. What's that all about? Yeah, that was one of my better stories. That sold out like hotcakes. Uh, People like uh, like those kind of uh, kind of wild tales. Yeah, some of them do. I mean, keeps me in business. Um, hey, is it? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, is it true? My um, my my pa says that um, like newspaper men like you that you all keep like uh, folders and files full of all the really really weird stuff. Is that true? That's my job. Oh wow! What's what's the weirdest stuff you've got? Well, and I'm just going to do the montage I think here for a little bit. So he's going to go off and start oh, telling you stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, da, 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 the 80s music coming in montage. Um, um, so he's going to he's going to start telling you story after story after story. Um, you can definitely tell some of these sound completely obscure and made up. Some of them seem perfectly logical. Some of them sound like they were perfectly logical, but have now just been twisted. Quite when you say obscure and made up, you mean like, doesn't even sound like folklore. It sounds like somebody like mendaciously invented it to sell a newspaper. Right. Exactly. Hypothetically. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Presumably, um, there are going to be a lot of these that just sound like they're just yeah. variants on other local folklore from other areas. Right. Yep. And those yeah. ones would be good. Uh, I suppose, um, I mean, I don't know what the other guys are doing, but if he just starts talking like this, uh, Jerry's writing everything down. Okay. Yeah, we all are. And yeah. I think that we're now going to start steering him towards stories of uh, children who yeah. have been in farming accidents and uh, like, have you ever, what's the most horrible sort of thing you ever heard of? And He will continue to tell you similar stories. Um, I don't really have any okay. further details. Does he mention anybody being exsanguinated? I don't use that word, but does he talk about blood loss and all that? He does not. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and if I have any contribution to steering the conversation, once Tug takes it in that direction, if he seems happy to just go off on it, that's great. But if he seems too random or too reticent, I might, even though Jerry is making this up on the spot, <laughs> suggest that uh, there are some specialties of uh, some specialties in folklore that concern themselves with a. Uh, accounts of more recent events and tragedies, uh, unusual or uncanny crimes, uh, the gruesome. Uh, in other words, he's sort of combining the gothic sensibility with uh, anticipating uh, true crime, <laughs> urban legendary. Uh, alas, Jerry Dorn's name must have been lost to history because he's not credited with establishing this uh, field of cultural studies as he should have been. But okay. of course that might be because he doesn't survive this adventure. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or ends up in a sanitary <laughs> asylum somewhere. <laughs> well, here's what I will tell you. Um, maybe it's out of habit with him being a newspaper reporter, but as he's talking, uh, he's got notes all over his desk, and he's got a pen and pen, pen and uh, paper tablet thing. And he's also writing as he's talking. And <laughs> he's writing your names down. 
Uh, he makes sure to get Jasper's name because he has he doesn't remember meeting Jasper before. Uh, looks like Jasper stepped out. Um, Jasper Jasper showed up. We tell him how Jasper showed up. Was, <laughs> yep, his mommy. I guess we're assuming Jasper has like he's probably zoned out looking at the <laughs> crazy jumble of nonsense in the in the room. Um. And okay, go on. He's going to tell us something. Well, I was going to say. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there's one thing that kind of comes to your attention in that. Uh, Jerry, did you say you're looking for the most recent? Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, you noticed that I guess it would have been yesterday's post, there's an article in there about you guys. Um, I think if you remember when you guys arrived, he asked if he could take a picture of you all. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's like the big news story for the day. The big picture of you guys all lined up. He's got your names written down. Uh, some of them are misspelled. Some of them are just outright wrong. Um, uh, but Throughout the article, it talks about the kids are back in town, and it sensationalizes the whole the fact that the college kids are back. They're here to cause trouble. They're here to stir things up. Who knows what's happened last time? We still haven't solved that mystery. Now it's all going to start all over again. He's warning all of his readers to be careful, be on the lookout, watch out for shenanigans. There's some risque talk about the men and the women sleeping together, all sorts of uh, who knows what's going on up at that old house. Mr. Wendell, do you mind if I uh, take a copy of this one? Uh, I think our uh, professors will be uh, most entertained by, uh, by your reporting here. Uh, and in fact, um, uh, actually, could I, could I uh, perhaps uh, buy another copy? I would love to send one of these uh, back to my folks in Cairo. Uh, they're always wondering, uh, you know, what uh, what I uh, get into in my studies, and uh, I think they'd uh, appreciate knowing that uh, we're uh, doing some uh, true field work here. Dude, dude, this is this is all wrong. Your your article's crazy. My name is spelled T U G, not T U C K. Not Tuck. Tuck? Like Friar Tuck? That's just that's just that's just irresponsible. I'm I'm not even mentioned in it. Well you weren't here yet. And, you know, I'm kinda glad. Speak speaking of which, uh you had I think just stepped away, but he, he made a point to ask you your name. Are you giving you giving him your name? Yeah. Tug. <laughs> no, I mean Jasper. Thompson. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Mr. Price. And uh, well, no. since uh, since they pull mentioned it, uh, pull myself up to my full five foot six. Since since my uh, colleagues have uh, drawn your attention to uh, these uh, matters of editing, Mr. Wendell, uh, my name uh, I do spell it with a J, not a G. Uh, that's a minor correction, I know. Yeah, that's uh, that's. 
you know, and, uh, the best we can. It's just me here. I don't have a copy editor. I'm I'm the whole shooting kabang here. And and for your for your information, Mr. Wendell, we are not uh, cohabiting with our uh, female colleagues. Uh, they have a separate floor of the house, and uh, I am rather surprised. Uh, you speculate in that. You'd speculate in that direction. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start um, uh, sniggering and and covering my mouth. <laughs> so if you are uh, considering, uh, if you if you are considering printing a correction, um, well, I'd be uh, most inclined to uh, buy a few copies uh, of that as well. Maybe. Uh, maybe more. Uh, of course, I know that my family will understand that. Uh, it's very easy for errors to be uh, printed uh, when news is current and fresh. So, of course, uh, I'm buying a, a copy of this original now uh, for my family. But if you uh, if you would correct the article and uh, perhaps release a a more detailed uh, version, which is more accurate, now that you've spoken with us at some length, uh, I'll certainly come around again. Uh, uh, to purchase a more sizable quantity so that I can send them back to my uh, home community and uh, perhaps uh, share them with our departments at the university. Do you, think, uh, do you think that might be a good idea? We wouldn't mind cohabitating with uh, the girls, but they're kind of stuck up. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to cohabitate with Myrna Loy. I'm cohabitating with... Uh, with uh, I've seen uh, her in the talking pictures. Higgins out in the She's the great. Tent. The tent and the little people. And, and have you been having some some of these nerve powders as well? <laughs> Is there no adult supervision up there? Well, we're not babies. Oh no, no, I didn't mean to suggest that. I just yeah. Listen, we're all grown men. We're old enough to go away to war. You know. Blame, blame. But, Admittedly, not quite old enough to buy a drink if it were legal. Robert Blaine is our leader. Okay, all right. I think I've met him before. Yes, he's a, a graduate student in the department. Okay, yeah. I just meant that I just was trying to. In other words, there's no teachers with you. No, they they sent us out here. We're we're well. I think we told you the other night that we're out here because, you know the college is kind of working with some chemical company and they they want us to serve. See, we're the folklore kids. We came along just because we had the opportunity to come out here to Vermont and ask about folklore. But the real people who came out here are the geology kids and they're out doing geology shit and, and they're looking for, they're in the woods. I mean, they're in the, over, you know, over there. What are they looking for? I don't know. I think they're just looking for what what general the the rocks and the stones and the, if there's anything valuable out in this area. Survey. They send us kids because they don't want to pay actual survey people to come out here. And what was it, what was that name again? Federated Chemical. Oh, I forget. Yeah, something like that. I, I've asked. I've, I, I asked one of the geologists what they were doing, but. Um, to be honest with you, after like a couple of minutes, I just sort of switched off. It seems to be in the uh, nature of the uh, physical sciences to, uh, 
utilize students and graduates as well as free uh, free labor. Uh, but of course, in uh, in folklore, it really is uh, every researcher uh, for himself, more or less. Although uh, I think we uh, make a good team so far. We've Talked to a couple of people. They told us some interesting stories. So, uh, have you ever uh, heard any stories that you didn't think were uh, that you thought were of personal interest, but uh, you didn't think were fit to print uh, because, well, either because everyone already knew the story, uh, or because it was too tragic, or maybe struck uh, someone too close to home. Uh, of course, uh, of course, uh, we are very interested in what makes the news, but we're just as interested in what doesn't. Yeah. Hopefully you won't have another big story coming up because that girl's missing. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. Um, I'm, I hope she turns up. I hope so, too. Um, uh, Jeff, was he as blasé as that sounded? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And, huh. and you guys noticed that I, I suddenly realized what I was about to say, and then I shut up. Well, you, um, as far as like unprinted stories, uh, there's very little, I, I try to stick to the facts. So I try not to pull punches. Sometimes it gets me in trouble with certain people. Um, but you know, I, I try to, I try to run a tip top shape. Uh, well, you know, the stuff we're looking for is like that. You know, I, I've heard all those stories, you know, spring heel Jack and the, the pine barrens demon monsters or whatever. And, um, I, I think I mentioned like the, the, there were like 1850s, there were supposedly vampires out here in the woods and that's the kind of stuff we're looking for. Like demons living out in the woods or. Well, have I got a story for you? Oh. Oh, uh, I'm going to get my notebook out. And he starts telling you this happened about six months ago. I was I do everything here by myself I do all the typesetting I do the recording I do the printing yeah um, and the photography I do all the photography too um, I was experimenting with different uh, photo emulsions and um, I was trying to get something that would help me take better pictures in low light. Um, I was out walking down the street, down Main Street here. It was a full moon, and something caught my eye up in the sky. And I turned and looked, and like I said in the article, I don't know how to describe it, other than it kind of looked like a big giant flying bat boy. A bat boy, yeah. What um, about that? What? How did you know it just wasn't a very large bat? Well, there are very large bats. And... This was this was big. This was like I don't know. Six foot, maybe. Uh -oh. Wow. All right. Uh, a giant bat then. Uh, which, which part of it looked like a boy? Well, humanoid, maybe. Maybe boy is just an understatement. But 
humanoid. Uh, but you didn't get a picture of that, did you? I did. Um, and that's what I've not published this yet. I'm still kind of holding on to it. I'm trying to get as much running, uh, trying to get as much leg out of this story as I can, see if I could postpone this to sell more issues. Um, can we put it to your if we If we promise not to discuss it with anyone or publish anything about it without uh, your consent and, of course, uh, your credit, uh, if desired, could we at least, uh, as, as Tug asked, could we at least see the picture? It would be, well, it would be exactly, uh, it would be better than anything we expected uh, from what we came for. I'll tell you what, I'll make a deal with you. I'll show you the picture if you bring me whatever strange news you hear going on in the town. Sure. Agreed. Sounds like a deal. All right. He, uh, he ruffles through some papers on his desk um, and he opens up a drawer and he pulls out some, a folder and he flips it open and he tosses a photo in front of you on the desk. Uh, it's flying past the moon? Yep. It's not a great <laughs> picture, but that almost looks like it has a tail. Yeah. That looks uh, that looks as much a dragon as a bat. There's no such thing as dragons. Don't be silly. Dragon. And he writes that down in his notes. Now, you understand, I can't let you have this, but... Of course. No, but we get this to... Is the your, this is, is this your, your only uh, copy? And that's the only picture you got? Mm -hmm. Do you uh, keep files like this of other uh, unusual beings and creatures? Have you um, ever photographed anything else like this? I've I mean, never been lucky enough to get anything like near like this, no. That's crazy. I still don't know what it was to this day. I mean, what could you, be... Did it make any sounds? Have you, have you tried blowing it up? The more I blow it up, the, the fuzzier it gets. Uh, what, what about the sounds? Did you hear anything? Didn't really hear anything, and that's what was also kind of eerie about it, the fact that it didn't make any sound. That was obviously a long way away from you, though. You might not have heard anything. Yeah, it was, it was hard to really tell how far away. I mean... How fast did it move? It was pretty quick, yep. Well, it looks farther away than the buildings. Now, what about uh, what about tales of uh, flying uh, flying monstrosities? Uh, I mean, of course, we've heard uh, all the vampire legendary. Tug uh, is uh, well, if not an expert yet, at least uh, quite well versed in them. Uh, my specialty uh, has been more Native American legends, but uh, in those legends, I've heard of giants, but not flying giants. Uh, now, nah, there's no giants. Who? Uh, what else have you heard? Uh, that would remind you of anything like this, or, or really anything monstrous. I mean, I mean, there's always the stories of things out in the woods. Some people say they're demons. Um, I, I don't. I try to stay away from the woods. I just don't. They give me the creeps. So, my my business is people. You know, I can't sell newspaper articles. To what about uh, what about monstrous people? 
has there ever been any uh, particularly uh, heinous crimes or uh, uh, murders uh, so ghastly that they verge on the uncanny? No, nothing, nothing comes to mind. Although he goes over and he starts rifling through the papers and he, he comes to one, and I'm going to show you this. It's a bit long though. Um, Tom, I don't know if you want to take the time to read this or... Sure. Student Death Horror by Richard Wendell. In a terrible tragedy that has shocked Cobb's Corners, the body of Boyd Patterson, a student from Miskatonic University in Arkham, Massachusetts, was found dead in the mountains on Wednesday, the 22nd of August. The fate of two fellow students, Daphne Devine and Jeffrey John, remain unknown. The students visiting Cobb's Corner on a second field trip this summer were last seen the previous weekend. Boyd's body was discovered by Mr. Brett Kramer, a resident of Waltham, Massachusetts, who was on a walking holiday with his wife. Mr. Kramer said, I was rightly shocked to see the young man lying at the base of the hills, all twisted up like that. Mrs. Kramer was unavailable for comment. During the few days they were in town, both Boyd Patterson and Jeffrey John were seen in the company of Daphne Devine, Mrs. Anne Haggerty, whose husband is the proprietor of Jim's Grill, said that all three were in high spirits when they ate at the diner. Could these high spirits have led to their disaster? Could there have been a falling out between the three? Sheriff Dan Spencer refused all attempts at an interview by this paper, but sources suggest that he believes the cause of death to be foolish tomfoolery upon the part of the students. The sheriff is known to have a low tolerance of city folk, and their intemperate natures. He has launched search parties to look for the missing students, Daphne Devine and Jeffrey John, but so far without success. The Cobbs Corner Gazette has approached Mr. and Mrs. Hiram Patterson, but both declined to make a statement. This paper wishes to extend its deepest sympathies to the Patterson family and its sincerest hopes to the Devine and John families, respectively, that their daughter and son will be found safe and sound. Yeah, we already knew that. That gives us a few more details than what we knew, but... So, um, Mr. Wendell, is there anything you left out because you couldn't uh, substantiate it? No, that was pretty much all I could get out of that one. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I don't know if... if I should say this, but uh, our our current leader, Robert Blaine, was supposed to be on that team last year. Really? Yeah, but he didn't go. That's right, he didn't go, right? He, he didn't go. He didn't go, and so now he's going on this one. Uh, but uh, I didn't know the guy, but uh, one of our guys knew him, and uh, it was sad. I mean, it was, uh, you know, now you've got this girl going missing. Uh, Do you tend to get a lot of uh, disappearances? Uh, I don't know if I would say a lot, but we do have some, yeah. How about uh, death? How about what? Deaths? Do you get a lot of people dying? 
Yeah, and he will repeat the same sort of stories that the doctor told you. So accidents, unusual, seems like a lot. Matter of fact, I think, give me one second. Yeah, he will, he will definitely confirm that. Uh, the word he uses is inordinate amount of young people. Inordinate, okay. Um, By young, do you mean our age and younger or children? He gives the example that he says, uh, this was about 11 years ago. Uh, the entire class of 1909, uh, now, I mean, today's numbers, that's a lot, but back then that was com comprised of four young men and two women. They all die by various means not long after leaving school. Really? My God. All of them? Yes. Uh, and did they, and they still resided here in Cobb's Corners? Mm-hmm. And every single, every single one of them perished. That's... How did they die? Do you know? That's what... He, he again, it's, it was all strange, coincident accidents. That's weird. Well, did these uh, accidents have anything in common? Not well, really. I mean, actually, uh, did they all know each other? Well, it was a graduating class, so. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, did anyone actually see the accidents happen? I don't think I have any details on that, um, but I don't think. <clears throat> That's crazy. May I ask, um, is there a, um, a, a registrar's office for this county? There's a courthouse, isn't there? Surprisingly, I believe that's one thing. Oh, that I imagine something like that would be at the courthouse. Um, depending on what you're going to ask, I'll say yes. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering about... Um, it's a town hall. Yeah, records of deaths, births and deaths for the uh, the area um, when recording deaths, even just in county records rather than on death certificates, you would re um, you would record just a uh, just a vague outline of the cause of death, like mm -hmm. accident or um, natural causes or murder, yeah. or what have you. Or maybe they're kept at the Baptist Church. Uh, I think he'll probably uh, tell you that they're all kept at the library. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mr. Wendell, everyone here must know how unusual it is uh, to have that kind of mortality among uh, a class of young people. What do people say about this? Yeah, again, they're all over the place. Uh, the, that crazy old lady, that witch lady, she says there's demons out in the woods. That's but, how, why, but how are these accidents? But why why are the accidents connected with the woods? That's it's just you just asked me what people say. I'm just telling about you about the accidents uh, yeah. about the deaths. Right. I mean, they could be possessed by these demon creatures. I see. Did they um, all die at the same time? No, nothing, nothing like that. But within. Within a year, we'll say within a year, they all passed. What about, uh, are there any incidences that anyone has described as something like, oh, I don't know, possession or bewitchment uh, that hasn't 
been associated with uh, unexplained death or episodes of uh, madness or insanity? Uh, he he kind of like raised an eyebrow when you said bewitchment. Um, you heard of the old woman Bellwether? Yeah. Well, you did just call her a witch. <laughs> did you talk to her? I, oh, uh, he says, you did. He said, I wouldn't go messing with her if I were you. A couple years ago, my boy was over there, threw some rocks at her house, and you know how boys are. Yeah. Um, uh, that spring, uh, one of my cat, I'm sorry, I'm reading a different story. I'll just say he's relaying the story to you. Okay. Wait, this, uh, this is someone else said that their son right. was throwing so, rocks. Okay. He doesn't have a son, yeah. so. Right. Uh, so he's relaying the story. Uh, so um, uh, in the spring, uh, one of my calves was born with two heads, and they mewed like cats. I had to put the evil thing down so uh, we could sleep at night. Uh, I heard that sour that woman can sour milk and wilt crops with a glance. Most devilish of all, the way I heard it, she was married to a fellow who didn't care much about vows, if you get my meaning. Uh, she caught up, she caught him with another woman, took his manhood away with her magic. Smooth as a baby's bottom he was. Word is he made it to Brattleboro, uh, and then he couldn't take it no more, and he killed himself. Wow, that's exactly yeah, that, 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 that souring that's milk. That's a that's a really traditional one. That is, yeah, that's, that's like a good one. Sixteen hundred, seven, fifteen hundreds. Mm, mm, nice touch that one. That's about as old as uh, witchcraft accusations. So, uh, Mr. Walden, have you always lived here? Yes. And, and have there always been stories about these these strange accidents for for as long as you can remember? As far as I as far as I can recall, yes. I really uh, want to look through these back issues of the, of the, of the newspapers. Do you well, care if we look through your newspapers? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, how about take up your time? How, how about, about uh, you guys can look through the papers? I'm about ready to make some coffee. You guys want some coffee? Oh, yes, yeah. that would uh, that, that would be delightful as we uh, continue our uh, researches. Uh, thank you so much for all your time. And, and remember, uh, remember, we had a deal. If you guys hear anything, you bring it up to me. Keep well, absolutely. It. And as I said, I'll be uh, returning to uh, pick up more copies of the uh, revised account of our visit to Cobb's Corners. Um, but uh, before I forget, uh, how much will it be for uh, three copies of this? Uh, he kind of looks up and he does the math in his head and he says, uh, make it a nickel. I give him a nickel. That's outrageous. <laughs> yeah. That's a month's salary. And, <laughs> and um, I, uh, yeah, I drink my coffee and uh, start looking for the recent. Uh, if, if they're in no kind of order, maybe try to organize them. Uh, but if that's impossible, either way, the goal is to find uh, suitably ghastly or horrendous events i guess a question would be is does the coffee apply to the newspapers yes <laughs> yes okay <laughs> 
So we spend maybe an hour or so looking through yeah. there, drink our coffee. Yep. Where do you guys want to go next? Well, uh, have we, if we, if we don't find enough in these newspapers, uh, since we had another reason to go back to the library because Jasper wanted those death records, yeah. we could look through the, the newspapers in the library as well. Uh, in fact, that's the next thing anyone mentioned was willing to go there because that's what Jasper yeah. wanted to do. But after that, um, do you all still want to uh, talk to the preacher? I mean, if they're going to talk, keep talking about demons and witches, we might as well uh, hear what a, a man of the cloth has to say about that. Oh yeah, I mean, he's 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 sure to hear lots of local folklore, isn't he? Yeah. In a um, like depending on how late it's getting, I mean, maybe we want to go meet everybody back up over at Jim's Grill. Uh, I only yeah. want to cut tomorrow. We can keep looking. Let's give me one minute. Uh, any... Well, nothing uh, works up an appetite like stories of two-headed calves. Anything... So I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if you go to the library, you're going to look through the newspapers, you're not going to find anything additional to what I'm telling you now. So other than you are finding the same stories being repeated, so the same sort of unusual accidents, um, um, you know, basically just a repetition of what I've gone so, the, so there's no significant disparity between what people say and what's printed by this guy in the Except papers. there's no mention of exsanguination, so. Right. right, aside from that. And I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but uh, the story of what happened to your previous schoolmates. Right. Um, the, he got the name John Jeffrey wrong. Jeffrey Johns. Right. Yeah. So, again, it's like, you know, he, he's... So the details are unreliable, but the yeah. basic content is almost replaceable. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about letters to the editor? Jasper was asking about those. Before. Yeah, I'm just going to say the same thing. So there's no repetition. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there are other stories like the, oh, my kids threw some rocks and now we have a two-headed cow kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we just have to take everything this guy says with a grain of salt. I mean, that's folklore. It's... Uh, that helps with witches. Even with the doctor, you know, he could have just been gagging with us, you know. He's sitting there thinking, ah, oh, I got these kids believing my stories. What I'm else? I'm telling you, fellas, liars clubs. One day I'm gonna write I'm gonna write a book about liars clubs. Uh, I just I, I wanna get some food in me and I wanna I now I'm not so sure I wanna make friends with those guys if they're involved with kidnapping girls maybe about, kidnapping girls for a thousand years how about this i think if you guys are okay with just going a little bit over we could probably get the preacher in if you want oh okay well then we'll we're walking by the church okay yeah you yeah, know, maybe you we want to say that about them about them kidnapping girls but like, i always think this when i'm reading the the stories in the pulps. So why, why, why do the Martians want Earth women? Because they're hot. Yeah, but why, 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 why do they need them? What, they, what can they do with them? Perhaps their uh, ancient species has uh, become decadent. Uh, it needs uh, new blood from the uh, more primitive uh, Earth-bound races. They're not after blood. They're just 
after some fun. What, they're, they're going to haul some rope in on a ship? I am in the wrong group of people. <laughs> Where is Higgins? <laughs> He's, um, he, he was called away um, yeah. he, by two old friends of his, some guy called TC and, and another guy called Thomas something. You know what? I'm going to change things up real quick. Uh, I think what we'll do next episode, I'm going to start with the preacher. Okay. But for right now, I'm going to jump back to the group in the geology group. All right. So let's see. Are any of you geology? I don't think. I need a name change then. I'm I'm Harold Higgins. Harold Higgins. I'm not sure what. um, I don't remember Lewis's last name. Uh, I know Rod's a football player. I don't know what his discipline is. So. Yeah. Uh, weren't you Jason Trent, Jerry? Uh, the dark-haired guy, the shy dark-haired guy. For some reason, that was negated. You, were, okay, you know, you were Lewis Gibbons. Yeah. Ah, Gibbons. All right. Thanks. Yeah. He wasn't he like an upper-class guy and a pianist? Yes. Isn't that what the yeah? Yep. Music. Lewis um, Gibbons. Yes, Mick. You're Rod, the football player, who is also geology. Oh, okay. And Lewis Gibbons was the chemist, right? Yeah, that's why I had like the chemistry kit, and I was testing the samples. And, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. I, I didn't want to. Uh, I set up the kit at the car because originally, yeah. Right. But we've all moved into the the campsite, right? But that's right. Uh, Lewis didn't want to stay there because they, there was a truck that was supposed to pick them up and take them back. Some yes. people were camping. Some people were going back to the house. I think so. everybody went back to the house. Oh, okay. Right. Yep. So what I'm going to do, we're going to have it so that it's still, so we're, we're, going, we're rewinding to earlier in the morning. Okay. The whole, you know. So this the is whole, the next day. No, not, not the next day. This is still the morning after the big uh, animal mole man attack. So your group went off into the town and did the folklore, and then the geology group went off to the. Oh, right. But I mean the next. Uh, Okay. We're, uh, we're just rewinding. Yeah. We gotta, yeah. While we're doing this, the folklore people were doing that. Yep. Right. So John, uh, or Joe Harlow, he uh, gets in the truck. He takes the group out to the dig site that you had set up the night before or the day before. Right. Um, everybody starts to get busy. The threat of rain is imminent. You're not sure how long you're going to be out here. You may be cutting the day short. Uh, Blaine has come with you guys this time. Right. Um, so he's kind of overseeing things, just double checking, looking over your shoulders, poking around. Um, after a while, you guys are digging away. You're doing your, your due diligence. And let me see who gets the best role. Could you do a, a um, either, if you have a role that a plot, well, if you, you don't have any characters, um, just, Roll 100 and see who gets the best. Uh, I got a 66. 60. 20, uh, hang on. 26. Sorry, I thought it was 29 for a minute. It's 26. All right. So Rod. Yay, Rod. You're digging away. Um, and in the soil, a glint catches your eye, even though it's cloudy and overcast. Something shiny. Ooh. Um, I'll very, very carefully scrape away 
around it was with Matral. Okay. But, um, might be a deposit of iron pyrites. And you carefully dig around it and you get to a point where it doesn't look that big. It looks like about the size of a nickel or a quarter. Um, it's kind of dark in color, but it's shiny. What, what sort of shape is it? Well, I can actually show you sort of what it looks like. Kind of like this. You can see that. Ah. Hmm. It looks like there are lines of green, um, not not glowing, but like a light green quality to it. But you nice. but you have to catch the light just right to see it. It's not obvious. In, in just in just sort of looking at it, um, possibly even with 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 an eye loop or something, if I've got yeah. one. Um, in trying to get the sort of the, the best look at it I can. Um, is it a metal? It definitely has metal-like qualities. Yes. Right. Um, but then it seems to have the, these lines in it. Well, would you say it's almost like a grain? Veins. Yeah. Or striations. Yep. yep. Like a, That's a good, good way to put it. Um, it is not like anything you've seen before. Yeah, this, um, no, that combination of features doesn't make very much sense to me at all. Um, just looking around the site, um, are there, are there any, um, you know, uh, Postgrads or people that I could um, go to to ask about this. Mm, I'll say that if you do or if there is, they know just as much as you do. That is really odd. Well, I'm going. To, I'm, I'm assuming that there's a tent. And that yep. there's actual sort of surveying equipment. So um, I'm going to go off to the surveying tent and have a squiz at this through uh, um, through a microscope. Yeah, sure. Um, Even wondering if I might be able to like file off a tiny. I might even try filing them off a little bit of it if I can find a, a file and, and having a look at some of the particles under the microscope as well. So uh, let's say Lewis is also uh, out of the sun in the tent because he probably doesn't like uh, being drafted into all this uh, digging and dirt and uh, probably. Uh, would prefer to be doing something with equipment, so he periodically, you know, goes to check on the equipment or find any excuse not to be doing manual labor. So, did you find something of interest out there? Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not really sure. It's um, take a look at this. It's like this weird 
it kind of looks like metal, but then if you look at the way that it's, the indications are that it was it was formed in a different way. It's 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 not uniform. It's um, it's very odd. Well, um, I'll, I'll take a look. Is it is it magnetic? Um, well, possibly... I'd rather be running a test on this than digging in the dirt to find more of whatever it is. Just trying to think so, what kind of test we could. Um, I'm not a chemist, like, Jeff, at all, but maybe he has some equipment that I could uh, run some some basic test on. It's a uh, light chemical composition of uh, little pieces. Can yeah, I like maybe acid test. off a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's see how hard it is. He must have his chemistry score somewhere, uh, and I rolled well. I rolled a 13. Let's see if I can give you guys some more information. Um, hardness. On the Mohs scale of hardness, Mohs, Mohs, M-O-H-S, yeah. uh, it would rate greater than a 10 for its resistance to scratching. So it's impossible. So in other words, yeah. what I wanted to do, I couldn't do. Uh, it is harder uh, than so. diamond. It's harder than diamond. And uh, uh, yeah, there must we probably have some kind of diamond tool that we would use uh, to take a piece, and it doesn't work. Uh, what about its reactivity with acids? You found it out there? Reactivity? Yeah, here we go. Reactivity. It is unaffected by extremes of air, moisture, and acids. Well, I was about to ask if you thought you could find more, but you won't need to because you know this did nothing. You know the spot you found it, right? Oh, yes, yes. I've, I've marked the spot where I found it. Okay. Um, Although this... Uh, this one seems res resistant to all standard tests. You asked about magnetism, and I'm not seeing anything about that, so I'm going to say no, it's not. Well, if it was a metal, then it would probably be malleable in some way, but if it's that hard, then it's probably more crystalline than it is... Uh, which is also why it's not reacting in any way. Yeah, I mean, looking at it in the um, and it under the, the the microscope, um, the uh, the striations are they composed of the same material as the rest of it? I mean, are they just cosmetic, or or, or is this or or is this color uh, under color? It says exhibits pleochromism as it appears to have two colors, those being green and black. So it, it basically, with the, depending on how the light's striking it, it gives off two colors, depending on the angle of the light. That's, that's interesting. For any other science nerds, crystal system is isometric. Okay, it's a crystal. slash M bar four, three slash M. Okay. Um, I'm gonna leave you with one last thing. After a little bit of looking at this thing, inspecting it, running some tests like you've been doing, you suddenly become aware of the fact that your fingers, your hands, are like greasy. 
could be poisonous. I mean, there are poisonous elements, arsenic. And I think we'll leave it there. Antimony. Okay. Lewis is very concerned about poisonous uh, effects <laughs> on his hands. Uh, he didn't get into chemistry in order to uh, put his uh, piano playing at risk by any means. Uh -huh. oh, good point. <laughs> that is a good point. And yet he's he's wielding a hammer and hammering things. That's he's, well, he was trying to avoid it and thought, oh, maybe I can avoid more manual labor by running tests on this thing in the tent. <laughs> but maybe this did not go according to plan. All right. Our players included uh, Mick Swan, George Seek, and myself with Jeff Wilkins as the Keeper of the Secrets. Uh, Wayne will join us again next week. Uh, we're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a ritual listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have, uh, though we try to keep them spoiler-free. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.